0: Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite-sized edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Before we get into the interview, I've got a small favor to ask. We would love a rating and review. This really helps us grow the podcast, and your feedback informs future interviews and where we're taking this. So if you can, please pause, go to your favorite platform, give us a rating, give us a review, leave some feedback, it really makes a difference to what we're doing behind the scenes. Optimise performance through adapting your physical, psychological and emotional state. Are you feeling completely engaged at work? Purpose Coach and my Purpose Coach, Richard Burton explains his concept of having three different levels of engagement. And this is very much linked to purpose in your job. A recent study found that up to 70%, that's 7-0, 70% of workers are actively disengaged, don't have a purpose, don't enjoy their work, and Richard explains the tangible effects this can have on an individual and the business they work for. One of the reasons I really enjoy catching up with Richard, whether it's having a coffee, whether it's the coaching sessions I'm doing with him, or whether it was his podcast, is he's got a real richness, a depth Around the science of purpose, and he's worked with so many people. There's a great practicality, and he links those two together really, really well. You've told me recently about the three levels of career. I really like that model. What it shows is so many people. I believe 71% are actively disengaged. So, if you're listening to this and you run a large organisation, a CEO I caught up with yesterday, but he's got 7,000 people, and let's say he's listening to this. He has got in that 7,000, what's that, 5,500, 5,600 who are actively disengaged. What are the economic impacts of that? What is the turnover? Even just from a philosophical and a humane point of view, what's the impact of people turning up and they're actively disengaged? You just think about those numbers and go, wow, there's so much influence you can have on an individual level. And that's why you framed at the start that this is more about your values, your vision, your purpose, your mission, get that right first. And then if you are leading a large organization, a small organization, or even a solo trader, it's going to make everything so much clearer. So those three levels, let's talk about that.
1: Well, the three levels of career um, really came out of my work with people going through redundancy in Audrey Page. So we, after the making a decision to live on purpose, I went into coaching and was really fortunate to join Audrey Page. And Audrey herself was really the doyen of that industry she created. She saw men particularly hiding in Hyde Park, maybe that's how that, why they call it Hyde Park. Um, <laughs> they'd good, good, that was a good good dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> good dad joke. They lost their jobs, but they couldn't uh, tell their wives, and you know, so they, they kept turning up in the city. Uh, pretending to move forward. And she said, well, what are you doing? Why aren't you getting support? And so she lobbied corporates to give support, coaching programs, uh, severance pays and all that sort of thing. So joining Audrey Page, literally I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in the diary and I got a unique perspective on people's careers. You could see the patterns. I could see the patterns that were there. Uh, The patterns were the majority would fall into their career. They didn't intentionally choose it. The majority would not stop and this was a forced stop for them long enough to ask some key questions like what are you naturally good at what do you love they they really struggled to answer those and the third is that when people are going through this transition their method of designing the next phase of their life is to look on seek and hope
0: and to just fill the gap i was on a job my title was this it was this industry i was paid this much money oh, let's do a search of the other three banks, the other three consulting firms, the other, insert, insert, insert. Not a lot of creativity. I've seen this so much. People leave a bank, they leave a consulting firm, they leave a telco, they leave an FMC, they leave a insert, insert, insert to go to a competitor. It's really exciting for the first three months. New car park, everyone's nice to you. <laughs> Claire on front desk, gives you bickies when you come in at 11am. That didn't happen at my former employer, Berto. And then it kicks in at about that three month mark. There's a book called The First 100 Days, which nails it. After 100 days, you're part of the furniture and how you've shown up in the first 100 days is how everyone sees you, whether you behave like that or not for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. So easy for people just to go, I am a, insert title, insert industry, and I'm just going to jump to the next one. And I see people doing that for decades yeah. and they're miserable. They just hide the misery because every now and then they've got a little hiccup called a redundancy, called a promotion, called sideways promotion and, and then they get to again that grey zone. You, you see that a lot.
1: That's right. Yeah. And there's, for anyone who's listening to this, who's considering, you know, what should I do next? There's there's two, I think there's two approaches. The one,
0: three. Go see Richard Burton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two.
1: You can be outside in about it. So you, what outside in means, you look for something that's available and try to squeeze or fit into it. And that's the seek approach, okay? So, and stats show that only zero to 10% probability your next role is coming from that anyway. But that's a mindset and an approach that a lot of people take. Mm. So outside in, inside out is, all right, you're the designer, let's start with your design. Let's start with you, okay? And that's, you've really got to stop. You can't just keep going. You've really got to stop long enough to ask to answer those key questions. Inside out, being a designer. So they're they're the two approaches. And I see, yeah, you're right. I see it all the time. And if someone says, okay, well, I should do the inside out approach. I know, but there's a job going over here. And I say, I'll see you in a few years. We'll be back here because that person knows deep down, really, it's not in alignment with where I want to be. Are you planning an upcoming conference or company
0: offsite? For the past 15 years, I've averaged speaking at over 50 events each year, and I still love presenting at conferences as much as I did when I first started. To explore the different presentations I offer on a range of topics and themes including physical and psychological well-being, becoming burnout proof, connection and belonging, that's a new area I'm, I'm really enjoying presenting on neuroscience and behaviour change, mental skills, and leadership and culture. Or if you'd like to understand our fully integrated conference experience with pre-event diagnostics, activities throughout the agenda, including a morning wake-up, energy breaks, team-building activities, and digital resources to embed learning. To find out more information and to download a brochure, go to andrewmay.com keynotes. If you've got a mortgage... If you've got kids, if you've got parents or family members you're looking after, if you are studying, I I think for a lot of people, they will feel they're handcuffed. They have financial challenges. They have financial obligations. Not everyone can wake up at 37 and have a supportive wife and just, in inverted commas, throw the career away and go and do something else. What do you do for those people?
1: So. The key is awareness. I mean, I, I totally get it, and we all need to, to make money and support our families, et cetera. But being aware that actually I'm not on purpose, I need to do that in a work, the awareness is key. And so you, you can keep going, but it's, it's not gonna work long-term, okay? The engagement, back to the engagement stats, you really wanna be engaged in what you're doing. So back to your question on three levels of career. So the, the first level is what I call maintenance. You know, you are earning a living. You're turning up five days a week and having parties on weekends and then you do it all again. You've got a job, you're supporting your family. And it's, I'm not criticizing that at all. As I said, we all need to do that, but you're at that level one, okay? And what most people will say is I don't mind it and I'm not bad at it. So being aware of that and the, the stats around that globally and Gallup do this uh, state of the workplace um, survey every couple of years. In 2022, 60% of people were emotionally detached or not engaged, okay? So that's, that's that whole presenteeism space. And so they're in that maintenance, maintaining uh, level of career. 11% are so disillusioned, uh, they're, they're called miserable. Now, I don't want that for people. I don't want them to be not engaged or miserable. Uh, and so my encouragement then is to go to level two, which is mastery, where you're thinking about, what do I love to do? What am I good at? And knowing my strengths, I actually wanna use them in a career. And so the stats around that is, if you know your strength and operate in it, wellbeing goes up three times because you enjoy it, because you're doing something you, you, you love, you get that spark. Engagement goes up six times, yeah, and productivity performance close to ten percent increases. So just jumping from level one to level two, uh, it takes that inner work to be clear on what what are you good at, what do you love, in order to jump. Massive benefits, mm-hmm. massive benefits. Then level three is another level altogether, and that's meaning. That's moving from mastery to meaning. That's about leaving a legacy, uh, having a bigger impact on people. It's bigger than you. You've, you know, think about cause, You know what is the cause that I'm really uh, contributing to? Uh, and so that's another level again. And so the, all the stats on purpose and having a purpose and living that out, they're massive. I mean, you can talk to the the cocktail of chemicals in our brain, the, the serotonin. Um.
0: Your whole physiology, your whole psychology works with you. It gives mm. you that, that kick or that superpower. And just, just, just let's come back and look at those three levels because I would like our listeners to think about where they are. So that base level is maintaining. Uh, it's okay. Um, you don't mind it, you're not bad at it, but you're not flourishing the mid-range is mastery. So you would get into flow, I imagine, in mastery. And flow is that beautiful intersection where you've got challenge and you've got the skills to meet it. And And a lot of people think, oh, I want an easy job. You don't want an easy job. You get bored. You get disengaged. You actually need positive stress. The high level meaning, have you got a percent? What What percent of people would be in that meaning level?
1: Well- look there's there's different interpretations of purpose around the world so it's hard to get the stats on who is actually clear on their purpose for one and second living it out I i think it's under five percent globally that's my where are you where am i ah meaning meaning purpose yeah from that moment where i wrote a life purpose statement from that point on it's been about how do i live this out and designing a career that does live that out uh and as you said in the intro some people said you on drugs why would you leave a two-decade career and a network and my response was I'm wasting time doing anything other than my purpose
0: hi again it's Andrew and I hope you really enjoyed that episode We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence Podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience, and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including Matchfit, Or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.